Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hey everyone welcome back to the aha podcast we have a returning guest from like 2020 i think it seems a long time ago but probably wasn't that long yes (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. welcome dr nikki k so dr nikki k i'm gonna get her to introduce herself a little bit but she is an honorary clinical lecturer 
of medicine at the University College London, um, which is super cool. But even more cool is that she's a medical doctor. And as you guys know on this show, more often than not, we're less impressed with our experience with medical doctors. You know what I mean? Like just in fairness. So it's so exciting and encouraging when we can have one on the show who's actually passionate and knowledgeable and helping women and helping other people help women in this subject. And she's on the show today because she's written a book that I think you guys are going to love and we're going to pick her brain on it. We're going to share about it. But before we do, welcome Dr. Nikki. And please tell the listeners a little bit more about what you've been up to since we last spoke um, and what brings you to writing this book and all that good stuff. Mm. Well, thanks again for having me back. And I guess the reason why I wanted to write this book was because uh, all the conversations I've been having, all the conversations with my patients, all the research work I've been doing, um, you know, giving presentations, coming on podcasts, um, you know, I'm passionate about giving people the information in a way that they can understand and in a way that's practical. And so I thought, well, what better way to do this to reach an even broader audience? Why don't I put it all in a book? Although to be fair, actually, I was very lucky. I was actually approached by a publisher who said, he noticed I was doing all this stuff. Would I like to write a book? But now the I had dream. A- I'm waiting for one day. Yeah, yeah, well, so I wasn't really thinking, I have to be honest, I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to write a book. But then when he said that, it was like, oh of course that's a brilliant idea let's put it all there let's put all the things that I have learned over 30 years of being a doctor yes I am old um all that's all the stuff that I I have learned and you know I've learned with patients with the participants my research study let's put it there for everybody to um, benefit from But the other thing is um, I wanted to put in a way that people truly can benefit from, not just from people who are medical doctors and have lots of letters after their name, as we were (laughs) uh, joking earlier. You know, I want it's not a textbook. This is a book uh, for, you know, everybody. Um, I mean, you know, I want to make sure, though, nevertheless, there is some of my opinion in it, but people can also be reassured. Um, that it is written with all the evidence. So if you if you if you like your references and everything, don't worry, they will be in there at the book. So anything that I say, I will back up with, um, you know, research papers, etc. In the of course the references at the back of the book. So if you don't if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But I know when I'm reading a book, so it's like, what do I like to read? I like to read books which I can understand, yes. but also if it is on a um, you know a scientific topic. I I want to I always look to see what references what what's you know the evidence is just you know and so I know that's what I expect from this sort of book so people will uh, will have that as well so that's why I wanted to write it put it all there so more and more people can benefit what from what I've learned and what I've experienced um yeah there we go <laughs> yeah yeah and I I mean I noticed that you and maybe this is just an English thing that I don't know about <laughs> but I noticed that yeah it's the way it is um structured is act one scene oh yes no that's Jeez. that's that's not because I'm English well it might be but the main reason is because I want to put my own personal twist on it mm. my, my passion apart from hormones 
My other passion is dancing. I still do four ballet classes a week. So I put a little bit of the theatrical in it. That's so um, so it is in acts, not parts, because that's <laughs> boring. And also it's not chapters, they're scenes. <laughs> and, you know, there's the prelude, there's the entreact, and there's the coda. All right. So but that's, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just because I want to give it the personal touch. Because this, like and actually one of my endorsers, the endorser, uh, the person who wrote something which really actually was so lovely of her and she exactly um, articulated it what I was trying to achieve with the book she said that she loved that I poured my knowledge my passion everything into the book and that's exactly what I've tried to do so that's also comes to the personal twist about calling it acts and things like this it's just like something a bit different um, you know this is so people also can relate to they'll have all the information, but also they feel hopefully like it's a conversation, like they can visualize me <laughs> uh, dancing through the chapters of the scene sort of thing. You know what I mean? So it gives it a little bit, something a little bit different. Yeah. There are realities we don't learn much or absorb much if we're not like somehow entertained at the same time. Um, so yeah, it sounds like it's maybe a bit more conversational and mm just easier to absorb because we're staying engaged. So pumped about it. Now, for the listeners, based on the chapters of this book, it is, the cool thing is that this is not a book about hypothalamic menorrhea. This is hormones, health, and human potential. So performance, optimizing health and performance, and not just women, but also men. So a lot of, and I was excited to have you on the show talk about it because Lots of women in this space are a lot more multifaceted than just like, hey, I have HA and that's all I care about. When we get into this, we really get into it. And, and we're like, well, what's happening in men and why are we different? And understanding human physiology is such an important key part of recovery for so many people because we spend a lot of time just being like, but why do I have to do this? Or why is this happening to me? Yada, yada. Can you speak a little bit to the importance of understanding, I guess, like the what's happening inside our body and understanding the overall impact of hormones on our body? And that, you know, some of us think it's kind of happening in a vacuum. And I can't tell you the amount of times, and it's so, it seems surprising, but you know, everyone's different. The amount of times I've had people say like, I can't see it, right? Or like, I feel fine. You know, even though they are cold all the time and they might not have a libido and things like that, you know, I still feel fine. Like I don't really want to change. Mm. Well, this is the, this is the thing about hormones and the, the human body in general. It's complicated. I have to accept, I, I kind of agree, on the other hand, out of all the hormone systems, networks in the body, the female hormones, it's true, are the most beautiful, are the most complicated. I love them. That's why I particularly love complicated. But that's just one amazing system. There are many other hormone networks going on and they talk to each other. And by the way, we don't, you know, the men, men have hormones as well. <laughs> wow. It's like, oh, um, I mean, so... That is really the key thing, that if you, as you say, are too blinkered on one particular thing, absolutely female hormones, I have to say, of course, as a woman, yes, they are 
kind of top of my list, I, I accept, but uh, you have to take them in the context of all the other hormones. And also you have to take them in the context um, of what you're doing on the outside, how you can influence those. So one of the, another premise, so making it relevant, understanding it is, is what you're saying, but one of the premises for the book, my opening thing, um, you know, in the prelude, I give Hippocrates' little quote. Hippocrates, um, this, this chap was an ancient Greek uh, 2,500 years ago, um, sometimes referred to as the father of medicine. And he makes this amazing quote saying, um, or statement saying that if we could give every individual just the right amount of nutrition and exercise, not too little, not too much, we would have found the surest way to health. This guy was onto something, wasn't he? It's like, wow. But he made this, so basically he is articulating personalized medicine, personalized lifestyle medicine. The here are your behaviors, you got them, you, uh, you know, try and balance your behaviors. You balance your behaviors, you don't balance your hormones, by the way. Anyway, um, so he made that statement and I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing. But then some of the book is like, well, is that, why was he right? Why was he so right? And if we peel it back and see why was he right, then we come to the conclusion it must be these hormones. These hormones are impacting our internal, internal physiology, absolutely, and our health. All of the hormones, not just the female ones, all of them, the whole symphony of your, of your hormones. But also your hormones are very um, sensitive. Uh, what You don't live in a vacuum. Like you say, you don't live in this medically sealed box. There's other things going on around you. Um, you mentioned uh, people doing lawnmowers, but anyway, you know, there's environmental stuff, but also your behaviors, your, your behaviors, the ones you choose in terms of how, what you eat, when you eat it, how much, et cetera, what exercise, how much sleep and all this sort of thing. So the body will interpret what you're doing and communicate that through your hormones. And this one other fascinating. little thing, one other little thing. What do, so hormones are really key. And by the way, it comes from the ancient Greek word hormone setting in motion. Setting in motion, right? Um, present participle verb, if you remember your grammar. Anyway, so when what does that mean, setting in motion? What does it do? These hormones, everyone's heard of DNA, haven't they? Right? It's a blueprint for, for life. So the, the blueprint for life, the DNA is sitting quite comfortably nicely coiled up, not, you know, minding its own business inside the nucleus of all of the cells in our body. A hormone comes along, knocks on the door sort of thing, goes into the nucleus, tells the DNA, hey, listen, this person has just, um, you know, done a whole heap of exercise. You need to now pump out a lot of protein for the muscles, for example, you know? Uh, so this is what the hormones do. They, um, communicate uh, to your DNA what to do uh, according to your behaviors. That's why Hippocrates is right. And that's a summary of what the book's about, telling you how mm. there is that connection between the outside your behaviors and how that translates through to your health and how you feel and et cetera. And therefore, along that journey, I'm going to give you some top tips of how to make sure you know, that all works smoothly. Yeah, don't give them away here. Everyone has to go buy the book. Now, I right. haven't read the book. As you said so much stuff, I'm like, oh, write it down. Um, I haven't read the book yet. Obviously, it's not out yet. It's out two days uh, from uh, Friday, my birthday. Yeah. Ooh, happy birthday. <laughs> so I get to ask you questions at 
the where I, I don't know anything about it yet. Now, I love, yes, how the hormones mean to set in motion. Mm. Uh, we recently did a program, a 10 week program called Restore with a, a bunch of women when I opened it up with this, right? Like, this is where it comes from. We're in the, like, your hormones kind of disappearing is like a, it's not great, but it's a natural thing that's happening because mm. of your life and your behaviors. We need to sort of, uh, arouse them mm-hmm. um and it's 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 a a comforting and fun way instead of saying like fix your hormones balance your hormones it's like let's arouse let's mm. balance our behaviors yeah yeah yeah. i love it now something and that you you're alluding to as well here which i think is super fascinating and is a question i get a lot so that you get a lot which is like why am I different to her comparison? So comparing your health, your hormones. And I've been playing with this idea that like, I feel like my body has a different personality to me. And so sometimes that's (laughs) why we don't always like see eye to eye. I'm like, I want to do this. Why are you not complying? Um, and, and then I'm also noticing that the chapters of the book in act two go from infancy, childhood, teenage, they go in order. Um, do you believe or answers however you want do you see in the evidence that we're we're very individual because and it starts at infancy and Mm -hmm. so like what happened in your life how you lived your life through impacts why you or like why I as a 30 year old woman living here doing similar things having a similar lifestyle to other women my body is different my physiology is different and it all started at the beginning like you know why are why are we different well because we're not clones we're not thank goodness (laughs) you know there was that you know we've had all these sci-fi things where we have all the clones of we're not even even identical twins are identically different (laughs) anyway um i like that little analogy anyway so we number one that's just of course we have the basic nuts and bolts you know, all of us, you know, like the female hormones, this is how they work, etc. But we're not clones. So there will be little nuances, like the, the score for, a, for a, you know, I don't know, whatever, for a Mozart symphony. The score is set. But how one orchestra plays it and how another orchestra plays it will be subtly different. You will recognize it absolutely. Well, if you're good at music, you'll recognize, oh, it's a symphony, whatever. I don't know. Uh, well, they have all those numbers, don't they? Uh, whatever symphony, uh, the whatever symphony, you will recognize it as the, that that Beethoven symphony, uh, Mozart symphony, Beethoven, whatever it is, the piece of music. But it will be diff- It will be a little bit different, won't it? You will never have it. Even the same orchestra playing that same piece again later, when the now maybe the orchestra are a bit older, they will have changed it a bit. So that's that's the analogy why. Yeah. We are different, but well, you're going back to why, you, yeah, you, you know, everyone, you might recognize the nutcracker, but everyone's doing it a little different. <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, yeah, quite. That's, that's just life. Right. So that's that point that we're not cloned. Your point about, you know, when does it all start? What is it? How, when is it decided? What version of the nutcracker you personally are going to be performing through your hormones. Which 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 version is it? The New York one or the or ballet one or whatever? That's going to actually 
And this is really, it starts, it's kind of partly decided when you're a baby in your mother's uterus. It's what's called prenatal programming. So um, quite, it's amazing, isn't it? So, you know, how the, the body already is starting to prepare, the baby is being prepared for life outside. And so already the, the, the endocrine system, the hormone system of the baby is being prepared for what it anticipates going to happen when it's born. So we have evidence for this from, um, you know, uh, when there was uh, the starvation during the Second World War and lots of women, um, you know, were pregnant, but they didn't have enough food. So the baby's system was prepared for being born into the world of famine. Um, so in other words, it was very, very thrifty. In grabbing Exactly. Yeah. Now that's great. This is a temporary, I mean, I don't want to get into too much detail here, but it's like a temporary sort of um, flip on the DNA, what's called epigenetic tag. Anyway, so that's great if you are truly born into a famine. I mean, it's not great, obviously, being born into a famine, but you understand what I mean. You, the, the, you're prepared sort of to as much as one can be. Yeah, like your body's trying to be like, okay, well, how can we be efficient in this environment? Yeah, exactly. Whatever it might be. But the problem is that sometimes that sort of that switch sticks into future generations. And then, um, you know, like when we started, uh, you know, children were driven to school and not doing so much exercise. That's partly why we're on the other end of the spectrum. I know we're talking about HA, but actually, you know, the obesity epidemic. So when yeah. you're saying different stages of life, so just sum up what we've said, everyone is different because you don't all do the nutcracker exactly the same. That's that's why. Um, and also some of it is what's happened. Almost Well, it is out of your control in that sense. You know, what's the environment for your mother when she's pregnant? But then the good news is that then as you go through the stages of life, you can sort of adjust according to your situation. And we know that... Uh, young children who are sitting in front of computers all the day and not doing enough exercise that's actually pretty bad and actually already it's not so good for when they're going to become adults uh, and of course the teenage years we go through all the stages of the life when what you do so it's not like a Greek tra tragedy where the you know the fates set in mo the fates decide it's you are going to be destined to do this or that some of it is set that way but I want to encourage people like you are doing, like you just described, encourage people. You have control over this. The empowering thing about this is if you look at your behaviors and match them up to what you personally need to do, you can reach your full potential. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what 
they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. If you try and copy what you've seen on social media or you think somebody else is doing this thing and then that must be the answer to looking amazing. If you think there isn't a short cluck in life, let's be frank. If you, if you're, if you think, oh, this must be the, the, mass, the, the magic recipe and you do whatever you think it might be, I don't know something um you know then that's probably that that might not be right for you but you're only going to find out because you don't reach your full potential so when you went you you mentioned Danny that there were people who said you know um I'm I'm okay even though I'm feeling cold so yes your body is is will make you survive so you will survive you will live you will be alive but will you reach your full potential no absolutely not so, you know, don't limit yourself to what you can achieve. Uh, you know, you should always be striving for the best version of you. Um, you know, but we can't determine everyone will be different what they want to do. I mean, at one point I wanted to be a professional dancer, but anyway, there we go. You know, um, but, you know, whatever it is you want to achieve for you personally, absolutely make that your goal and make sure you, you know, satisfy yourself getting there as, as far as you can yeah like work with your body yes That's, not against it yeah yes not against it so you know you may want to be a dancer but whatever worked for misty copeland is just not like you can't just go and do her master class and then like expect that that's going to be the thing right it's um and you know we i think at the beginning or before we i don't know i mentioned um feeling like my body has a different personality to me and that so you know we can't make this progress if we don't do the work mentally and I see like with the epigenetics and what you're saying Mm -hmm. here is like and we see this all the time and it's a bit tough to like to to say in absolutes but if you are eating a ton and resting 
and still not getting your period back maybe, or like there are some behaviors in there that you're using, like I'm eating more, I'm resting more, right? And it might on paper look really good, right? Like you as a doctor or me as a coach might look at it and be like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Why are we still not seeing progress? It's like, cause there's still intense amount of fear of, of this mm-hmm like of the weight gain or what whatever is, is happening we need to deal with that i believe in like emotionally mm. in order for our hormones to it's like the body knows like the body knows absolutely your- listen such an important point you know my you know old-fashioned things like uh, mind over matter and all that sort of thing how you think affects your hormones mm. i will repeat that how you think or how you process, how you interpret, uh, how you feel affects your hormones. Um, there's a study I quote in the book um, where um, of women, the fear of, of the drive for thinness, as it was described, or, or you could also say, therefore, the fear of, of being yeah. larger, whatever, however we want to phrase that. Um, just the anxiety of that affected the thyroid hormones. I also yeah. found this in a study of dancers. We did a questionnaire, and those dancers that were more anxious about, you know, how much they were eating, how much they're weighing, their shape, how much they're training, you know, anxiety around all these things we're talking about. Well, those are the ones that had, um, yes, a lower body weight, and also the ones that had more likely to have menstrual disruption. So how you think, how you, how you think, how you interpret, how you interpret your emotions, uh, whatever, that has an effect on your hormones and that has an effect on your physiology. So exactly what you're saying. If you are on paper doing all the right things, yes, I'm doing this, but you're doing it like, oh, no, I don't really want to be doing yes. this. Or, it's stressing or just, me out to do it's it. It's stressing me out. Exactly. It's stress, haha, yeah, response to stress. Um, because the body doesn't distinguish where stress is coming from. It could truly be stress from a saber-toothed tiger back in the day. Thankfully, we don't have that one, but it could be the stress you are interpreting this as, as a stressful situation, that you feel you're being doing something you don't want to do. Um, that will, as you say, hold your progress back because there is a communication. There's no, it's no coincidence, by the way. That the master controller for all your hormones is located, guess what? Right deep <laughs> in the center of the brain. So it's right at the, um, you know, the nexus where all the information is coming in from, what's going on outside, and your interpretation of events. So this uh, mind and body connection, they're not really separate things. They're one and the same. So I think this is where the psychology of uh the, the the fact that it's like how you interpret things affect your hormones i mean me see, saying this even i'm finding that amazing because as a doctor an old-fashioned doctor i have to admit and an old doctor i am pretty old-fashioned it's like give me a blood test i want to see the result i want to see the evidence i want to see but yeah. when i've done this research myself i was surprised i was i was like wow i have to report this um you know write this up because this even to me is pretty mind-blowing uh, and so I think that's really such an important point you made Danny that it's not just going through the motions if you're really engaged in it but the only way in my opinion you can ever be 
engaged in that and, and wanting to do it is if you understand. If you understand that your behaviors affect your hormones, that affects your health, that helps you reach your full potential. If you, you know, so I mean, if you understand why you're doing it, not just lip service saying, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, but if you truly understand it and, and sort of, uh, you know, you can commit uh, both physically and psychologically. It's, yes, I'm going to do this. I mean, listen, it's hard. We've been there, right? <laughs> me personally, yeah. many years ago. So listen, I know I'm sitting here and this all sounds very easy for, for me to say. I know everyone listening is going to say, oh, well, what does she know? She's this old person, old doctor that's just going on about all this stuff. Honestly, I've been there when I was a lot younger. And I know, I remember sitting in that chair and it was going over my head. It was like, I would nod and say yes, because I knew that that would just get it off get them off my back you know what I mean it's like yeah yeah sure whatever but if you can try and you know reconcile that yourself um, then that's going to make you know make everything a lot easier for you to reach that full potential that everyone deserves everyone deserves to reach their full potential whatever that looks like and just so just remember you're actually holding yourself back in the long run Um, so just taking on that psychological aspect, so, so important. Difficult, the most challenging bit of all, but yeah. worth it. Yes. And and yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, right? People, it, it's almost like, you know, Western medicine is the only way. Your mindset stuff is super crunchy. That's from chicks from Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> But, you know, and that's what I love about the the concept of this book that where, you know, where, where the science has now the evidence or meets the mm. evidence or, you know, when I put it all together, I see the evidence is pointing towards you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You can't be, you can't just manifest your period back and you can't just, um, you know, eat more and still live in anxiety. The two must come together. And this is why it's so important. Yes. And I totally, I'm so excited for people to have this resource where they can say, all right, let me go and understand, get get on board. Like, let me go and get on board. Let me go and see what's happening underneath and come to terms with like, I am a unique snowflake mm. in the sense that yes, my nuts and bolts are the same, but you know, I have a different story. And this is like, this is really personal to me. Just like, I will lose my period very easily. Just so bloody easily. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, like, you know, I don't really know why. Like, I don't know what ha- what's going on in my physiology because I, there's not a bunch of women in my family with this issue necessarily. Like, but there's just, there's something about me and, and yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. it in my behaviors and my personality, how much I put on my plate, how normal it is for me to achieve 10 things a day. And mm. so like this lets me sit back and look at that and say, okay, is my determination matching up with what my body is saying what is my body saying and can I listen to it and can I let go a little bit of this belief that I have around achieve 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 well yeah 
that's exactly that's it. Um, it. So we, so I'm encouraging people to reach their full potential and and you know strive for that. But but on the other hand, you know, um, but is my full potential? Yeah, like is my full potential actually being reached by achieving ten different things a day? Well, I that's think- what I was going to say. Exactly. So. I just want to temper what I've said there because what you've said on the other hand, so I want to encourage people to try and, 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 you know, achieve whatever that is. But on the other hand, be realistic. You know, like I said, I was thinking I wanted to be a professional dancer, but then, you know, it's like, listen, I was able to be realistic and say, well, yeah, I'm not going to be Mystic Copeland or Darcy Bustle as it was here back in the UK anyway. But, but then I accept that it's like, but, I'm still reasonably good, by the way, and I can still do lots of classes. I can still do amateur shows. I can do it on my terms rather than and getting myself, um, you know, trying to be a professional dancer and try and get into medical school. And this is like, hold on a minute. Now yeah, that's that's just on. being unrealistic. So like you said, um, and, you know, perfectionism, we know. Of course, you want you should strive to achieve the best you can, but, you know, be realistic. Um, you can't you can't you can't <laughs> you can't do all that you know there's no person in the world that can do all these things yeah I think so don't set your ups to, yeah so so just be realistic but also uh, and be aware that life sometimes gets in the way things happen you know things happen and your direction might change that's fine but the other thing I say in the book it's how adaptable you are to your to your environment what happens if you're so rigid I've got to do this amount of exercise otherwise I don't know the whole world's going to crumble in or whatever actually if someone rings up and they ask you to I don't know whatever hey listen it's my birthday will you come out with me you know actually that's probably more important your friends and your relationships and actually doing that workout whatever it is so again try not to be too rigid and being flexible things happen uh and be prepared and also resilient because you will you will have setbacks you know um i personally got developed rheumatoid arthritis um i think it was about 15 years ago and i've now got two hip replacements but for a while you know what i was really this is you normal i was really pissed off it's like that's not fair no, 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 no all that thing but then it was like listen this is where i am this is what i have to do and you know what I've just got to be positive and and get on with it. So, you know, um, so of course, try and and strive and and achieve what you want to. But as you go along, you might have to change. Try not to be too rigid because stuff stuff happens, right? Yeah. Well, achieving your optimal performance, whether it be physically or just in life, Mm. I, I truly believe it is saying no to things. Yeah, ask any ask any elite athlete. They their life is not that is all they're doing. Like Mm. they are saying no to other experiences to make it to the Olympics or whatever. Like Mm. that's the reality of their choice. And that's okay. They are doing the same thing. A lot of people in the HA space have said, I'm going to make it to the Olympics and I'm going to be top of my class. And yeah, quite. And that's where it's like, no, at that point, you're not, um, you're not working for performance. You're working for a schedule. You're, yeah, you're just like a workhorse. You're just like producing stuff and you're not doing any one thing, you know, particularly well when what you want is to do something particularly well. You want to be seen. You want to be able to say, look what I did. Mm. And instead you're following all these rules that aren't bending. So you're breaking. 
It's so true. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good. The psychology, as I say, I'm an old fashioned doctor, but the more and more I've been looking into it, you know, just that sort of, um, it is psychology, life management, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it is. Um, And, you know, I'm, well, I mean, you know, now I've been through the, been through I've been through the mill I've gone down those pit holes of like I've, I've got to be brilliant at everything it's like hold on a minute um you know yeah I'm sure so, it's resonating with you because you're probably thinking back to when you were like studying well exactly exactly and probably dancing a lot yeah yeah something. exactly so I'm trying to so that's also what I hope with the book but it's like look giving people that 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 guide well that's why I called it a, the subtitle is a guide so it's guiding I'm not I'm not saying I'm not dictating you have to do it like this but it's just like guiding you uh hopefully along the best path for you but also with a little bit of warning about the pitfalls there's a big um chunk about um you know reds and ha so um people hopefully will get an overall view and understanding of what's what's going on inside their body why hormones are so crucial and including that the the brain and the body they're not two separate different things by the way (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're one ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So good. People are definitely going to pick up this book. Um, I think we've hyped it up a lot. I'm excited (laughs) to get it. Is it only going to be available in the UK or will it be? No, no, it's available. Um, My publisher, Sakoa Books, actually, you can go on their website and there's 20% pre-order discount and they do ship internationally, but also it'll be available on the usual channels, you know, good old Amazon. So yeah, you can get it anywhere in the world. It's, it's, it is in English. That's the only thing. <laughs> um, I haven't yet got around to, um, yeah, that, that's for another day, definitely. Uh, but you can get it wherever you live, um, written um, in English at the moment. Maybe in the future, um, some people are saying, hey, can I make it into audio book? That might happen, but listen, we'll see. One step at a time. You know, <laughs> it affects your, like, they don't count audiobook sales towards overall book sales yeah well I mean I don't really I'm I'm matter but I I don't no no I agree but it's it's just that I have had that mentioned um but listen um you know it's I've put everything into writing the book and actually I'm again I am old-fashioned I like the paper book because then um I sometimes it's like you know you can dip into it um you by the way you can read the book any way you want you can read it according to act one and act two but if you really want to and you're super keen, you want to dive straight into a certain uh, scene, please do so. But that's the other reason why having a physical book is quite nice, because you can always, oh, yes, what was that? I can't remember that bit. And you can always go back and everything yeah, like so this. So it makes it, it makes it easier. Anyway, it's got a nice cover. So there you go. <laughs> it's got a nice cover with hormones that are floating around and a little sketch of that's actually a sketch of me jumping um, in Australia many years ago. And I got one of my um, son's friend is a very good um, artist. And so she made it into a, a line drawing. So anyway, yeah, physical book yeah, is nice. I, I think. love that. Well, congrats on it. The link to the Sequoia website to book, uh, to buy it, because it mm-hmm. will be available when this episode goes out, is in the show notes. Cool. And I hope you guys, I hope you guys love it. Thanks Thank so much. You. Yeah. Yeah. You have a really amazing day and we'll see all of you guys next time. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 
100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100 percent dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, 
eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending grassland nutrition beef liver capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp which is important for overall thyroid function which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.